Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Back on Sports Talk, getting back into, again, the training camp sound bank. That's brought to you by the Sound Banking of First American Bank, a banking tradition since 1910. Heading over to the offensive line where left tackle Ryan Ramchick spoke with the media after today's workout. Hey, Ryan, uh, we've uh, kind of had some, a lot of people just thought Trevor, for a guy who hasn't had like, a, lot of, a lot of time, reps, all that stuff, have you seen him improve even in the short I've definitely seen improvement from Trevor. Um, you know, uh, what was it yesterday? I think we worked a little bit after practice on some things that have been taught to me by former players, Teron, um, Streif, little drills that I thought, you know, would be beneficial for him. Um, and he seemed to respond well to that and like those drills. And I think just from the, you know, the start of camp, I think he's made quite a bit of progress. And see the guy like just yeah, I think that's that's a big part of it. Um, you know, he's physically gifted. He's he's a um, he's a really good athlete, and it's really just tying all that in together. And um, you know, it's a big jump for any player. You know, playing in the NFL, playing against the best. So um, I think he's getting there, and I think he's making strides in the right direction so far. Ryan, are you playing a few snaps against Kansas City come Sunday? And if they are limited, how much are you looking forward to when you go out to LA against the Chargers and just different competition? Yeah, I don't know what my situation is um, for the Chiefs. I'm assuming I'm playing, but I don't know. Um, I think going out uh, to LA will be good. I think it's been refreshing when we've gone out there. Um, you know, you get to play against different guys and um, different scene, and it kind of just is a good reset. I think. Um, I think it's good for everyone. Um, but yeah, looking forward to that. Well, it seems like Caesar Ruiz has made some steps forward in camp, especially coming back from injury. How have you seen his progress? Yeah, I think uh, he had a good rehab um, this offseason. And he's, I mean, from what I can tell, I don't think he's missed a step. Um, I think our communication and our, um, I think we've done a, a good job of building what we have to working together too. Um, cohesiveness there. Um, so I, I think it's been good. Right, has, has your management program changed over the years? And if so, can you tell us how? Um, I'm on the same program as I was last year. I think um, what I did last year was beneficial and my knee felt good throughout the year. So um, I think if we can just stay on that course, it'll be good. So I'm on the same thing. You feel good right now, you said? Yeah, yeah, I feel overall pretty good. How does that kind of get established? Is that something you kind of develop with the training staff or is that something you talk about right now? I think. Um, I think last year 
was kind of it kind of got developed last year what what works best what amount of rest do I need what amount of reps do I need to be ready for the season um, in condition and you know have enough reps to feel confident um, that I can go out there and play um, so I think that was kind of the basis was developed last year and then we're kind of just rolling that over into this year everyone having a new quarterback how important are these reps in the getting so that again, sorry. Having a new quarterback, just how important is it to get as many reps as you can? Well, yeah. Um, you know, I think there is a, a different dynamic there. And, um, you know, hearing his cadence, you know, sometimes you can take for granted that a cadence is a cadence. But each quarterback has, you know, a little different nuances there. So I think getting a ton of reps with him um, is beneficial. And, you know, we have a lot of walkthrough reps uh, during camp as well, too. So that's been good to you know, get a lot of reps um, with him because it is very important. Have you worked much against Carl Granderson in his camp? And if so, like, can you see differences? I mean, obviously he's a lot bigger than he was. Can you see differences in him? You know, I haven't gotten any reps against him, um, but I, you know, I've seen him grow into a really good player. Um, I think he's, he's made a, a lot of progress in, um, you know, I see his pass rush most of the time when I'm watching. Um, he's done a really good job. He's a good player. And, you know, I think that's a credit to how hard he's worked to um, improve his game. Right with the departure of Zach Street this offseason, the, the team added uh, Kevin Carberry coming in. What has he brought to sort of that offensive <coughs> group? Yeah, I think he's... Um, you know, he's a really technically technically sound coach, um, which I think is obviously beneficial for us. Um, he's been good. I think he's been a really good addition. And, um, yeah, guys like him. So it's been good so far. Time for one more. Do you do much work with Jari Evans, or does he just kind of focus on the interior or kind of like what's that role? Um, I mean, you know, obviously he played interior, so I think that's more his – his role there, um, you know, he's able to help the, the interior guys more. But, um, you know, he's obviously I'm able to bounce questions off of him as far as combinations and, um, you know, passing off games in the in the past game. So uh, definitely beneficial to have knowledge from him. At Saints right tackle. Brian Ramchek misspoke going into the clip calling on the left tackle. Everybody getting on my case. I know probably the uh, Oakland Heart Jewelers talking text line probably wanted to give me a piece of their mind too. Well, I think a lot of people would like to see him play left tackle. <laughs> <laughs> so, but then listen, uh, he had an off Ramchek year and he was still good. It wasn't as yeah. dominant as we've seen other years and you understand the injury part with him. But, man, when he's at his best, he's as good a right tackle as you'll find in this league. And, you know, uh, who was – we might have been doing an interview. Um, who was it that said – man, it's going to come to him having a brain fart – that uh, today is not just a left tackle protecting the blind side. That you look at uh, – Because the, of how they swing the ends today. Well, no, not even swing. Cam Jordan, they'll swing. But uh, the top pass rushing guys that also come – Was it Hurst? Yeah, it might yes. have been James Yeah, Hurst. it was okay. James Hurst. That is not all about the left side is where you get the best <laughs> pass rushers. Sometimes it's coming from the right side because they're looking for the mismatch to win the battle. Well, and I'm thinking, um, okay – Obviously, Cam Jordan uh, rushing against a right tackle. 
was it J.J. Watt or T.J. Watt? I think they come from the right side. Khalil Mack was one of the first. They used to swing left, right, and then every once in a while they put him on the nose. Man, can you imagine? Okay, you a center and you you blocking these big guys. All of a sudden, Khalil Mack's on top of you. That's a different game. But I think Bob, you see more and more of the interchangeable left defensive end, right defensive ends than you've ever seen before. So it doesn't really matter if it's left or right. Yeah, and Mike, uh, they don't even have to – what they want in theory is that, um, okay, Cam Jordan, you're always beating the right tackle, and then you have somebody like Davenport or Peyton Turner or Carl Grandison, and we have uh, both defensive ends who are getting double-digit sacks. Then it's like, well, it ain't no really game plan. They just whipping our butt man to man. Look how many double digit uh, sack getters the Eagles had. Uh, you know, it wasn't so much like they tricking people. It's almost no, they like beating people. Yeah, yeah, man right, to like man. A, a, a big a swarm. Yeah, like just let out on everybody. Yeah, it's like uh, okay, whether they coming in the middle or they coming in the outside. They go uh, hunting. No, they hunting. They whipping people. Uh, looking at the training camp sound bank brought to you by the sound banking at First American Bank. A banking tradition since 1910 over the defensive side of the ball. Defensive tackle Jack Heflin after today's training camp session. Do you feel like your time at the XFL benefited you so far here? Yeah, I mean, most definitely. Uh, I had a good coach, though, with uh, Bill Johnson. Um, obviously, if a lot of y'all covering here know him, he coached here for a while. and. So he helped me out a lot and just simplifying the game and just being able to play for him. You know, you really brought a lot of joy back into the game for me. You get a chance to catch up with him? Yeah, yeah, he was just here the other day. Uh, I think he left yesterday. So, I mean, it was good to see him. Uh, I haven't seen him in, since the XFL, and I haven't talked to him much this summer. He got pretty busy. That's on me. Um, but, no, it was good to see him and just catch up and talk to him. And, I mean, if you're around Coach Johnson, it's hard not to have a good time, so, or smile. Your teammates with Johnson. Yep. And what was that like to see him, you know, former teammate come to yeah, so I was actually eating lunch at the, uh, the cafeteria there, and I like looked up. I'm like, that, that dude looks familiar. <laughs> and then I was like, oh, that's Giantre. And so then I saw him and just told him congrats. I asked him, like, you signed? And he's like, yeah, and told him congrats and excited to see him out there. You have the potential to play some this season in terms of second string, first string, and how do you feel personally and your skills? Um, every day I'm just focusing on trying to be better and being just doing what I can in the scheme, trying to build a role and whatever happens, happens. You know, I'm just trying to go out and put my best foot forward every single day for the team and just do whatever I can to help this organization win and get where, get to all the goals we want to get to this year. Anything else? Yeah. What's, been, what's been the toughest thing so far from you? Uh, oh, really? It's just the heat down here. It's unbelievable. Uh, yeah. Coach Johnson always talked about it, and it, it, it is a different beast down here. But other than that, I mean, you play professional ball, balls everywhere. Uh, and like I, I was in the XFL, but I came straight from New York Giants. I mean, I was on a team all 18 weeks last year on a P squad, and then I went straight from there to the XFL nine days after. So I kind of. 
I kind of knew what I was getting back into, and it's just the details. It's a lot more detailed. You have a lot more time. This is your job. XFL, you have three months, really, to work with a group of guys, and it was the inaugural season since, was it 2020, the last time they had it. So it's like just getting back to all the, the fine details in the NFL. It's just everything's just so calibrated and just being able to pick up on everything that's going on throughout a play and the, your play design and just doing all that. Is it tough on the body going from one season directly to the next directly to the next season? We don't feel good. <laughs> no, uh, no. Um, I mean, yes and no, but I just try to take care of my body well. And I mean, I was lucky enough to have good mentors my rookie year that really took care of their bodies and they showed me ways to do it. And I kind of adopted those those routines that they had going into the off season. And then when I was in the XFL, just staying on it and then being down here, staying on it in OTAs and then Going back, I knew it's not going to be the same five-week spread. Uh, so I trained back at the University of Iowa, and like we have really good strength coaches, and they knew, like obviously, what I just went through. Um, so I knew it wasn't going to be the same. Like really amp it up and get like explosive, and so like we we kind of modified it and just kind of did the own plan, but just really stayed on the massages, body work, stretching every day. Um, playing a lot of golf. Uh, <laughs> that kept me loose. <laughs> it kept me in shape. So, really, that's all I, I did. It was just a different five-week span of what I'm used to. Saints defensive tackle Jack Heflin, uh, certainly somebody looking to make an impression in the preseason games. Uh, started out his career 2021 with the Packers, uh, played a little with the Giants. Last year, guys, the Houston Roughnecks, and we heard him talking about uh, Bob Bill. Yeah, Bill Johnson and how much of an influence he was on him. Yeah, Bob and I got to talk to Bill a little bit yesterday, and uh, Bill was, Bobby, hey, Bear, I love you, man. I love you, Bobby. <laughs> yeah, no, no, and I tell you what, we now have um, – uh, two Houston's XFL. We like them roughnecks. Yeah, yeah. Houston, now they should have won the XFL championship. They underachieved from the <laughs> postseason. Their quarterback uh yeah, He spit the bit that day. Yeah, uh, but uh, if you look at it, uh, Mike, um, uh, Contre, what's his name? Uh, the one from LSU. Oh, yeah. uh, Con, um, John Trey Kirkland. Yeah, John Trey Kirkland. So uh, that, 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 if you look at the impact he had, then they were undefeated until he got hurt, and then I think they went 500. It was almost like they were 4-0, then they went 3-3 uh, three and three on the back end. But, uh, look, uh, Jack Heflin, you know what it reminds me of? Um, in 1985, I don't know. I'll see if I'll probably tell you that story. I think I told Mike. You know how many games I prepared for and was part of, if I count training camp and everything, in 1985? How many? One year, one calendar year, 44. <laughs> what? 44 games. You know why? Because I went to the USFL, Oakland Invaders. I was say, right. And we had a couple of preseason games. We played, we played 18 regular season games. We made the championship game. I had 10 days off. I thought I was going to Seattle, but then I signed with the Saints. Had 10 days off. Then I had to go learn another offense and the whole Saints season. I only started a handful of games on the back end. I was so ready to get away from football. I remember I went scuba dive. <laughs> I said, let me just get away. But I prepared for counting NFL, USFL, 44 games in one season. Well, that's what uh, Jake uh, Heflin, now I know he's a D-tackle, but that's like it's going from one season 
until the other. He comes to the Saints, the XFL season's over, then he's going to OTA's minicamp, and then obviously training camp where he's at right now. Bobby, Mike, and Steve here at the Morial Convention Center, the inaugural NOLA Pickleball Fest. Things have shut down today, but we'll be back open. The gates open tomorrow, 8 a.m. We'll be back for another show uh, 4 to 8 tomorrow here, coming back with another segment on Sports Talk after the break here on WWL. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 